Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen. I am ready. Go ahead. You're listening to Autoglim 10 Top Tuesday for fans of everything with a roof. Unless I'm very much mistaken, it's Tuesday and it's Tin Tops. It must be Tin Top Tuesday. I can't pretend tonight's not going to be emotional. I have a feeling it might be. And also, um, running true to form, as I do every year on the final show of the year. Okay, we might do a Christmas Yuletide edition, but uh, I normally do, I always do this. I've overcommitted. I've got pages of guests. I don't know. I, I don't know why I did this. We're going to be going some time tonight, and of all nights, okay, the BTCC app. What does it do? It says, oh, thirteenth series is it? thirteenth oh, show is it? Oh, I'm not going to play for a bit. So hopefully you've all headed over to BTCC.net live audio section pass the word around do do what social media does tell everybody um the the app is not playing ball tonight it might do uh, we've got we've got people across the pond working on it as we speak um but in the meantime btcc.net uh, head into the live section aha oh matt salisbury how i love you what a wonderful chap matt salisbury um has sorted the app so we're on the app now so I needn't have even said any of that no one would have known you tune in at 8 o'clock he's got it done done that in 8 minutes wow thank you Matt incidentally Matt has been busy working on with Inside BTCC on a season review of the 2020 Quick Fit did he only do this to get a plug because he knew I wouldn't remember Oh, well, it works. Um, he, he has been working inside btcc.net um, and uh, there will be a season review coming out, an online season review uh, magazine, um, and it will be fantastic. Matt's done a huge amount of statistical work and all that kind of thing. He also writes rather well as well, um, and he's put together a great season review. Um, I also need to thank the BTCC media team uh, because they've got a, a trilogy of videos which they were busy making at the weekend the first of which or was it the second of which um was due to air for the first time tonight at eight o'clock they moved it forward bless them bless them so that it didn't uh, coincide with the 12 beat edition of autoglim tin top tuesday this year and as i say i can't pretend it's not going to be emotional as the year has gone on um we, we none of us could have really predicted that we didn't know if we were going to get here to this point um some of us, some of us more than others um but but we have and we've completed the season and it was a fantastic season all crammed in to three and a half months wow um loads of emails have come in and they've all been gushingly nice um so thank you very much indeed 
Um, I will get to them as the evening goes on. Kay, Sharon, Dave, uh, regular um, emailers to the show, and Fiona, Ollie, Chris, Lisa, we'll get to your emails as the evening goes on. Studio at tintoptuesday.com, if you please, for your emails. Keep them coming in tonight. If you've got a particular uh, image of the week from you guys watching at home on ITV's coverage of the weekend and uh, whatever photograph it may have been uh, during the finals weekend, um, if you send it in, who knows, maybe uh, our, our wonderful sponsors, Autoglim, could put a little package of joy your way for the best photograph that we get. Image of the week. Let's get it going again. I'm sure some of you took photographs at the weekend. Whoever you were cheering on, be it Ash, be it Colin, be it Dan, 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 or, or, or Tom, uh, at Tingram, or Rory, whoever you were cheering on at the weekend, if you took a photograph, send it in studio at tintoptuesday.com. Of course, we're on Twitter at tintoptuesday. Uh, uh, yeah, people are saying more and more Instagram. Don't know. I remain unconvinced. I just um. I know everyone else does it, but I just I don't I, I don't feel at home with it. I haven't made friends with it as an app, if you understand. So who's on the show tonight? It would be a rubbish Champions Edition if we didn't have the champion on, wouldn't it? And that was looking um, dodgy. Come about 12 o'clock, when I thought I'm going to have to use every means possible to get hold of Ash Sutton, and I did. Uh, so Ash Sutton is on the show tonight. Who else is on the show? Thought we probably ought to speak to the boss. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was about time uh, we spoke to Alan Gow. So Lord Alan of Gowshire will be on the show this evening. Uh, it wouldn't be a Champions Edition without the Jaxiers Trophy champion. He's on the show tonight, Michael Crease. Um, it wouldn't be an Autoglim Tintop Tuesday if we didn't have Tingram on. Back-to-back triple podium triple podium meetings that's a bit bit impressive tingers um so uh, of course tom ingram will be on the show tonight um we're going to catch up with autoglim without autoglim uh we wouldn't have been able to do this uh show this year uh or any of the shows this year um and they supported us throughout lockdown they supported us throughout racing it's the fifth year they've supported this show and uh we spoke to mark doherty from uh autoglim uh, early on in the season this year um, and we'll speak to him again this evening uh, a, a driver that made his um, a debut with Paramax Racing at the weekend, Brad Philpot, will be on the show tonight and guess who else is on the show tonight the safety car driver, Scott Stringfellow it's all here, you know it's a busy old night, it's all to Glim Tintop Tuesday <laughs> to really it just made sense
only did we get to the end of the 2020 championship year we also have a champion and of course it wouldn't be the champions edition of auto glim tin top tuesday if we didn't have him on the show ash congratulations ash sutton the 2020 quick fit british touring car champion i bet you're not fed up with hearing that yet are you oh no definitely not obviously um it's my phone's been <laughs> like hotcakes in there in it and it's uh absolutely mental every time i pick it up there's another two million notifications <laughs> I've got to go for it. <laughs> hey, are you are you um uh, are, are you a uh somebody that personally likes to sort of make sure that you've read them and and give a like to everything to keep up with it to just to let no pe- uh, people know that 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 you're there and you're looking at it yeah and like i've got i think i come time i actually sat down actually and looked for a monday morning um i think i nearly had over 900 instagram messages (laughs) and i did actually sit there and do all of them so did you really um, good for you i yeah just uh obviously saying thank you because obviously everyone touches on it but the fans haven't been there at the end of the day this year and they're still showing their support at home and to so for the sake of me spending half of my day replying to everyone and just showing that a bit of appreciation, I'd like to think it goes a long way. Uh, good for you. Good for you. It, it, it means a lot. I mean, this year has been a, a heck of a problem for, for everybody, for us, because we miss fans being at the circuit. It makes a huge difference to the to the atmosphere. I mean, it, I, know, I know we knew before we embarked on this season that it would be very different and slightly odd. I don't think any of us really knew just how much we'd miss them. No, exactly. And um, obviously, all of us drivers uh, can, can say they're, it wasn't the same, um, obviously, especially when, when you're on the podium, uh, even when you're on the in-lap, obviously, yeah, normally you can see yeah, floods exactly of people. That. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you're, you're waving to the marshals, and as much as they're doing, their, obviously, uh, their job and playing their big part of it, it's still not quite the same without no. the fans. No, of, of, of course it's not. Well, well done. Um, I mean, you've written yourself into history books, not just for being a, a, a double champion, but also doing it in... The most remarkable of years. I mean, the weirdest of years. Let's go back. We've 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 ticked off a season in three and a half months, Ash. It's crazy, isn't it? It if is a bit, back, yeah. And we were talking about it um, over the course of the weekend. That you look back, we obviously Laser Tools Racing and BMR built two brand new cars. Um, we rolled them out, and then they sat on the shelf almost for a good couple of months when we Incredible. first went into that lockdown big question mark whether we were going to get running whether it was even going to happen um but yet we'll see alan gal everyone behind the scenes of of toka and we'll see motorsport uk uh, knuckle down and put this this calendar together and to to cram it all in 
in three and a half months is absolutely phenomenal and to only miss out on one event yeah, uh, uh, yeah a round of applause to every, all be, the organizers be honest ash be honest what did you think when you saw the calendar what what was your first thought uh obviously i thought actually normally touring cars is intense on a, a normal calendar and they've just times this by 10 so um obviously teams and and things like that were having to change how they logistically work um obviously some teams were going from meeting to meeting rather than yes yeah meeting back to base to, yeah. to prepare the cars and then on to the next one they were they were doing this track side and um yeah i think ultimately everyone just had to change their approach to, to this year and um yeah it was great to be a part of should we say the circus that technically evolved around the new rules that we had in place so i'm going to ask a couple of questions now that are going to uh, kind of put put you on the spot um other than winning the champion championship at the end of the year what was the what was the single highlight point of the year for you uh, obviously, yeah, like you said, we're t- we're trying to ignore the last rag. Yeah, last you, meeting, yeah, you can't but, include that. Um, <laughs> you you I'm, wouldn't I'm be human to... if you didn't have that as your highlight point. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. But I'm going to have to go to Silverstone Race Three. Um, that 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 weekend, obviously, it was a bit up and down up to that point. But Race Three, starting Stone Cold last to fight all, our way all the way through into second i'm very glad you um, said that i'm very yeah, glad you that, said that <laughs> for me was uh yeah th- that was a championship comeback to some extent obviously i, I semi threw it away in race two and then yeah just that made my life 10 times harder but stepped up to the challenge and the car was phenomenal for that rate that race um okay well i i Correctly predicted that, but which was uh, not that difficult to correctly predict. I don't think this one is <laughs> d- particularly difficult to predict either. What was the low light? <laughs> Croft race too. Mm. Yeah. When your rival sat in the gravel trap out of the race, always remember <laughs> to question everything you do. <laughs> you got that there. And, and it was there on a plate for you, Ash. It, it was there oh, to take. Don't. I know. Don't. Uh, let's just say, I think... Uh, Tim Harvey actually actually texted me and he said he would have been kicking me if I lost the championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. of race two. And I said, don't worry, Tim, I was get ready to kick myself. Yeah. Um, like that was, if I didn't win the championship, I would have pinned it all down to that one race. But you, but you said something fantastic after that weekend on social media and, and, and it was incredibly honest. It was just, you should have fought the racer in you. The, uh, you had you you should have been the the sensible driver driving for points driving for the championship but but you have this you have this devil on your shoulder that just said no you have to go for it yeah i've got i've definitely got a devil on my shoulder that is the inner racer of me and yeah. slowly but surely we're i'm growing this other side of me where on the other shoulder i've got the the consistent point scoring not so much a devil but just to counterbalance things. Well, um, in in fairness, Ash, I, I, I think there's some of us that would would totally understand why you're fighting the devil on your shoulder. Um, but there are some of us that would say, yeah, but that's what makes you such an exciting driver to watch. The fact that you do go for it, even when perhaps it isn't that sensible an option. Yeah, and I think I've always been that that way inclined. Um, from from a very young age karting it was sort of my style um and i'm not going to let that go because like you said that's who i am as a person who i am as a driver and to some reason why some some of my personal fans should we say 
and all my sponsors are involved with me and my journey because that's what they get excited about. Yes. They want to flip the telly on and, yep. and see these daring moves. And yep. um, I'm not going to, for 100% sure, I'm not going to let that change. But I've now just got to learn to control it. Yes. And if the moment I do that is the moment we bring more success in my eyes. See, every day Ash is a school day. You wouldn't believe it. But yeah, uh, now let, let's go back to Friday. I, I bumped into you at the circuit on Friday. You were calm and relaxed before the weekend went on. I always like to, on, on finals weekend, it can be quite an anxious time for drivers if you're in the championship battle. You you were you were pretty cool on the outside. Is 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 that an act or was that pretty genuine? I wouldn't say it was an act. Don't get me wrong, I was definitely, as the weekend went on and every session we did, so like after FP1 and then after qualifying, um, your expectations change on the weekend. Of so course, yeah, yeah. This anxiety starts to build, the nerves start to build. Um, but yeah, you caught me, obviously we caught up, I think it was early Friday, um, just before lunch, and yeah, that for me was, I've just come out of an interview with Louise and yes. I'm starting to get myself dialed in into that weekend mentality and uh you saw that you definitely saw a calmer side to me I yes. know for sure sunday morning i was sat in the truck prior to race one and my stomach was doing backflips well you said absolutely uh, mental you, you, you said exactly that on friday you said as 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 the weekend goes on as it is each little process is ticked off then it it'll get worse and worse in which case take us to your feeling when i don't even, i don't even know if you were in your helmet or whatever but just before race three on Sunday afternoon, when essentially the world came to an end. Because <laughs> you, you look out of the garage and you can't quite believe what you're seeing. It became dark as night. Um, the, the hailstones were bouncing off down the pit lane. It was what, what went through your mind at that point? Well, I'll be honest with you. I walked. I was walking back from the toilet, funny enough, and I looked <laughs> up and went, someone's just turned the lights off. It was, it's, <laughs> yes. Like I said, it went so dark, it so did, quick. Yeah. And I'm sat there going, okay, it looks like it's going to rain. We we knew rain was coming, but it was actually meant to come sort of midway through race three and potentially after it. Yeah, after so it. So I'm like, actually, yeah. now it might come before. Um, and before I even got to the back to the truck and opened the door, I was already wet. So <laughs> I was it kind of answered um, <laughs> what the weather was going to do. But in some ways, that kind of put me at ease. Obviously, condition-wise, it was falling back to our favour. It's what you um, like, yeah. Yeah, but then when I was actually sat in the track and hearing it come down, <laughs> I actually questioned whether we were actually going to get running. Yeah, I um, think we all did, yeah. The track flooded, everything. It suddenly went from a bone-dry circuit to now we need to – now it's putting the, the drainage to its full – It really full, did, yeah. Full, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it was a yeah, a bit of a challenge. That, but. <laughs> it was something else. It was, it was like nature chucked everything it possibly could on us on on Sunday, didn't it? it all, all in all in my. I mean, I w- went out around the circuit um, first thing on Sunday morning uh, with with Alan Goud um, for two reasons. One, I wanted to see um, the same as he did, just how wet the circuit was. But also, um, he had a new nine eleven at the weekend. I wasn't going to lose that opportunity. So so we 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 did a couple of laps, and there were there were running streams at Paddockill Bend and at, at Clearways, and and. You know, two hours before the first race was due to get underway. Certainly in my mind, I was thinking, are we going to have this first race? What on earth yeah. are we going to do? Funnily enough, I actually was stood out my garage watching you do, I think it was about five or six laps. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I was, we were questioning, who's in the passenger seat? <laughs> <laughs> so now, now we know that. Now you know. <laughs> 
but yeah, we were doing the same thing. On one minute, I'm on the pit wall as you were driving past, looking at the circuit, and then we were out the back and still again watching you drive past. And <laughs> um, obviously, yeah, really starting to look at the conditions because it was the sort of the rain over the night had had this opportunity to sort of flood some parts of the circuit. Yes, it was relentless. Like exit of the last corner, there was yeah. this stream that was just running across, and it was trying to get yourself prepared for that and think about any potential car setup changes. Well, um, uh, let's whip on to the to the end of the uh, of the day. The, the the champions podium live on ITV for a, a moment for you to reflect. And and weirdly, the second time you do it, the, you stand on the top of the podium. You're completely alone, and obviously, the whole year it's a team effort. It's all the team around you. It's all it's it's everybody combining. But you are completely on your own. What 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 went through your mind, Ash? It's an odd one. Um, mm. Obviously, a couple of couple of times, uh, obviously, after crossing the line was one of them. Uh, stand on the podium on top of the car. Multiple times, you just flood back to the journey you've had that year. Um, as much as, obviously, there's not the big crowds around and, and things like that, which was a real shame. Yes. You're yeah. standing there and you're your brain is doing overtime. I bet you, it is. You just sort of semi-realise semi what you've just achieved and you're then f having these flashbacks of your race two incident at Croft and then the, the comeback race to yeah, Silverstone wow. and yeah. all of these all of these races. And the first time we've rolled the car out, media day even come back to me and it's like, actually, what we have gone and done is quite an achievable yeah, thing. We've really, rolled a brand really new is, car yeah. out. That's yeah. an independent independent car yep. independent team yep. um it's running the swindon engine and if you actually look back at all of the the statistics behind it obviously the last time it was all properly won was andrew jordan a swindon engine hasn't won it for a very very long time yeah, that's true yeah if at all so um yeah it's there was actually a lot of things there um that you sit back and think wow we've actually gone and really nailed this and I think Dan Kamish actually summed it up as well. It, the championship itself scored more points than it did last year. I and we still that, had yeah. a round less. Yeah, which that is incredible. That to me isn't shows it? how much it was up this year. The level of um, what all the drivers are putting um, and the teams, the, the standards have, have just stepped it up again. Well, it was fantastic. You mentioned briefly um, uh, the the team, maybe a, an opportunity to say a couple of words about them, Ash, because obviously it was a brand new team for for you this weekend in, in name, but not completely in nature. No, exactly, and obviously the merge of, of BMR Laser Tools Racing and was all because Warren and Bob got their heads together. Um, obviously, wanted to to run the Infinity, build two new cars, so. Obviously, Bob's got a fantastic team um, that he's built over the years with Aiden, um, with some great brands on board, Laser Tools Racing, RCIB. Um, so to then have the knowledge of the engineers from BMR and some of the mechanics um, that obviously have rolled out a Subaru that's gone and won a championship, to do the same again um, with the Infinity really does show the power behind such a small, shall we say, family-run team. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, if you... Another cool little stat, which I really love, is my car only missed two laps of the whole championship. <laughs> that, um, that is a cool stat. And that stat. was purely down to my own errors. Two punches meant that we were in the pits for a lap both times, um, changing changing that tyre. We come back out and we were only ever missed two laps of the whole season. So credit's got to be 
mm. obviously given to the team. They, yeah. they delivered a car that was absolutely faultless, didn't let me down in, in any way, shape or form. It is that consistency that, that gets titles, isn't it? And it's wonderful to hear, you know, that, you, that you're still learning stuff. You've been doing this a few years now and, and you've won two titles, albeit pretty early on in your BTCC career. It, um, it, it Yeah, it makes the mind boggle to think what potentially you could uh, you could rack up in your career bearing in mind that you, when did you start in the championship 2016 16 yes unbelievable so, yeah working on maths it's uh let's say fingers crossed we've got a good future ahead it, uh, you, you absolutely have final question ash and i'll let i'll let you go off and in, enjoy um in, enjoy looking back and reflecting and probably selling a few simulators as as well it's been it has been a good year for you hasn't it <laughs> a new yeah, simulator company and a lockdown <laughs> And then you win the championship as well. Um, but the final question is: um, uh, celebrations Sunday night. There must have been. I saw the saw the tweet about potentially having a bit of a headache on Monday morning. I should hope so. Yeah, we uh, obviously spent it with some family friends that um, that we could obviously due to circumstances. Yeah, of course. We had yeah. some good old. We had a nice big Chinese, and yeah, the alcohol was flying. <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, there was a. Shall we say there was a no, there was no big Bob Moffat party up at the the, the Mercure or the Fissel? We can save that, can't we? we? Yeah, so we're going to have to obviously put that into the schedule next year at some point. I should say so. Ash, many congratulations, well done. Um, thank you so much for joining us on Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday. Because to be honest, the the champion show would be a bit rubbish without without the champion on it. Um, but. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic achievement this year. Well yeah. done. And it's kept us all on the edge of our seats as the as the year has gone on. No, I appreciate it. And I just want to actually say that I'd like to thank my rivals, if anything. It's been a mega year, obviously, racing up against Tom, Dan and, and Colin all years. They've they've made it a very tough job. So it's been mega to, to take it to them. And I'm pretty sure they'll make it a mega job again next year. Um, that's for sure. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's fantastic to watch. Ash, many congratulations. Double champion in the BTCC. Now you toddle off and do a bit of private celebrating tonight. I will do. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. Ash Sutton, everybody, the champion of the QuickFit British Touring Car Championship in an historic year in the year 2020. took my hand, you showed me how You promised me you'd be around Uh-huh, that's right I took your words and I believed In everything you said to me Yeah, that's right I could touch you again I wish I could still 
So we've spoken to the champion, the champion of the 2020 Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. What about we speak to the boss? Because if you cast your minds back, right the way back until March time, when we were uh, planning on a media day and then everybody couldn't come to the media day, uh, we hastily convened an an extra edition of Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday. And we got the boss on to say, what on earth are we going to do this year? And Mr. Gow, that was a tricky question back in March, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't. How did I answer it? Um, uh, quite positively, <laughs> as far as I, uh, I as far as I remember. But you did use a phrase that remained with me throughout the whole of this year. Go on. We it? are merely passengers on the Corona Express. <laughs> is is what you said. <laughs> I've used that so many times this year. And how true yeah. has it been? How true has well, it been? We still are. We haven't got off the bloody thing. <laughs> we got off for a little bit, didn't we? Now we've jumped back on again. Yeah, so, we did. Yeah. Um, it's, um, it's, it's, it's been a really difficult year, but you know what? You know, there's a lot, a lot of people worse off than ourselves. Um, yes. In what we've gone through, we've just put together a, a motor racing championship and, um, and there's a lot, lot of people that are, you know, as I said, a lot worse off than, than us. So um, we're just thankful we got through it. And the thing about the Motor Racing Championship is, uh, as as you rightly displayed on the grid uh, for the final race, just ahead of the final race, we made it, we got there. And it's not without the help of a, a lot of people. It's not just your team. It's not just the officials. It's all the teams, the drivers, everybody involved, really. 
Yeah, but it's not even only the people at the circuit. I can go through a whole list of them. Yes, the support races, couldn't have done it without those. Um, couldn't have done it with the team, without the teams, the commercial partners, uh, the venues, um, the ITV, of course. And we wouldn't have done it without the spectators because even though the spectators weren't at trackside, they were watching us uh, on, on TV. And if they weren't watching us on TV, we wouldn't be doing it. No, so, no exactly so, that. You know, everyone had, everyone had equity in, in, in making this, this thing a success. It's not just Toga. Um, you know, but the thing that I took out of it for the whole year is not one person said to me, you know what, Alan, we shouldn't be doing this. Oh, uh, really? Or why, or, or why don't we, why don't we cancel it or, or anything like that? Not wow. one person. Um, uh, and even, you know, support races or, or, or PTCC. No one questioned the decision to keep on going. I think we and, were, I think we we're all incredibly grateful. Well, it's, it's not a matter of being grateful, but you've, you've also got to be pragmatic. Um, and that's what people were, you know. And, and the other thing I keep on saying to people is, is that Toker as an entity only employ what, four full-time people, yep. really. Right? We're a very small organisation. But there are literally hundreds of people that rely on Toka yes. for their living. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so the people that are employed by the teams, uh, it, both in the support races and the BTCC, you know, there's hundreds of people directly re- uh, reliant on Toka to put on the BTCC. So it would be very easy for me to have gone at the beginning of the year and gone, look, you know what, let's just cancel this year, let's forget about this year. Um, mark time and then come back next year even better than ever. Um, that would put a lot of people out of work. That would have that would have put a lot of people's mortgages at risk, and that wouldn't have put food on the table for people. So right. you've got to be very very um, responsible about the decision that you make. And I I remember when you were putting the schedule together. Um, uh, that was one of the things that you said to me on a on a number of occasions. You know, we're we're we're, we're talking about teams and livelihoods here. We're talking about people's yeah. people's income. Um, so that's exactly right. No, it's, and and it's not just how it affect how it affected Toka um, uh, or the BTCC. It's a support everything else. And and as you know, at, uh, at our race meetings this year, there's been we've had to have fourteen hundred people in in, yeah. in the in the venue to, to, to run a race meet. All of those people, in one way or the other, rely on the event to go ahead to put some food on their table. Um, and, and that was a huge responsibility for us that we were not going to shirk away from. We could have just, as I said, slammed the bag and said, no, we'll do it all next year. But we weren't going to do that for that reason. And you know what? We had a blooming good championship year, didn't we? Didn't we? We had it. We had a great. Year. <laughs> uh, again, we got down to the down to the last round, um, and again we had five people going into the last round with, with a mathematical chance of winning it, and that was the same as the year before. Um, so we had a great year. We had a great season of racing. Um, I, I don't think anyone can bemoan you know the season that we've had. Would um, were there points? I mean, the the whole season, uh, what have we got? August, September, October and half of November. The, the whole season in three and a half months. Um, were there points during that three and a half months that you thought, we're not going to do this, we're not going to get there? Oh, every second event. 
Every, every time some bad news came out on yeah. on the news, you were just waiting for the for, for the axe to fall. Um, uh, so we, you know we were always we were always reliant on the government allowing us to yeah to, to um, sorry I got my thing tangled up here. Um, we were always reliant on the government to to allow us to uh, to, to, to undertake our, our our sport and our business. Um, so they could have said at any time. No, sorry, you're not going here. The, the two key points were Knock Hill because Scotland were in a different were, yes. had a different yeah. way of uh, handling the uh, uh, the situation than we did in in, the, in England. So Knock Hill was particularly concerning, and of course the last round at Browns Hatch was particularly concerning yeah, because yeah. we went in. But um, uh, honestly, all through the whole year, every round was. Crossing their fingers and, and hoping we'd get through it. Well, it, 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 it was right up until the last day, wasn't it? Eight o'clock on Sunday morning, um, uh, driving around the circuit, there was potential there that, oh, hang on, how are we going to do this? We've got three races. We're absolutely on the limit on the on the gaps between each race and daylight, and we had rivers running across the circuit at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, Sunday wasn't looking too bright. And you know, th- first thing on Sunday morning, I thought, I don't know how we're going to do this. Mm. Like you say, you know, we'll, we'll have to cancel the, uh, a race or try and shift them around. We didn't have we didn't have daylight up our sleeves to be able to shift no. them around. So, but well, you were there. You know, ten minutes before, yeah. all of a sudden it became doable. Um, <laughs> it was incredible, wasn't it? It's <laughs> like some. Someone was looking from above, I think. Yeah. And, and actually, the same thing happened in the third race. You remember the, the last race? Yeah. Before the last... <laughs> I've never seen anything yeah. like it. <laughs> and again, rivers running across. across. I know, I know. Oh, no, this is going to stop our last race. And then again, 10 minutes before, um, literally 10 or 15 minutes before, it stopped and it quickly uh, you know, brightened up and we could do it. Unbelievable. Because, yeah, if, if our race had run earlier than that it did we probably wouldn't have been able to run it so it was it was just amazing you know we had to stop the formula four race because of the rain um uh and uh it's it's when that happened i looked at it and i thought oh no don't you know don't do this to me yeah please and, uh, not now exactly we've come so far don't let us make <laughs> let us lose the last race. We've had the last lap board, and we're almost there. And then, I mean, it was incredible, wasn't it? It was it was hailstones bouncing down down the pit lane. Did you go out on circuit during during that uh, that I did. storm? Like, Jacob sent me a couple of fantastic. Photographs well, I've seen the one in the pit lane, and and I wondered. I, I didn't see you go out. That 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 was yeah. No, I did. Uh, I, I did a couple of laps, and and it was. Just it was like driving down a river. Yeah. Um, but, but you've seen a picture of the car and with, with the hail and all that. It was an amazing but, picture. Yeah. yeah. Um, so look, bottom line is we we got the season we got the season done. I I don't want to have another one like that, please. No. Um, but everyone had a good year, I think. I think everybody did, and I think everybody was grateful that they were able to go to work for for um, for many people. The opportunity to to um, you know to continue as an elite sport um, at, at the start of the year, um, it was almost like something a, a sort of a mast on around the neck that we were an elite sport because it meant directly that we weren't allowed to have 
spectators at the venue. At the end of the year, without it, we wouldn't have been able to finish the year, would we? Yeah, absolutely right. We, we, were, we were designated as an elite sport, I think, on the Wednesday or Thursday before Donington. Yep. And that was a millstone around our neck. Yep. Um, we couldn't have some spectators and everything else. And 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 as you say, you know, at the end of the season, we were so thankful for it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I should say. It was just the season. That everything you... sort of worked out this year. Everything Didn't worked it? Out. It's a bit like the rain in the, at the last day. You know, it, it stopped at the right time. Yeah. Um, you know, we became an elite sport at the right time and all this sort of stuff. But um, everything sort of worked for a reason. Uh, and I, I sound like I'm appealing to a, a higher power. But, um, oh. I'm, you know, I'm not like that at all. But, but uh, yeah, it just everything just worked out. Um, and, and, you know, there were lots of hiccups along the way. And I was fire, you know, we we're all firefighting every day. Um, but, you know, we got there and, and actually nothing stopped us which is great. Now, normally when we speak at the end of the year, I say, so presumably you're going to pop your feet up for the next five months and then we'll see you hop out of hibernation around March time. Um, this year, you've got significantly less amount of time to just pop your feet up and take it easy and relax, haven't you? Yeah, and, and, and if I wanted to, you can't go anywhere anyway. It's um, <laughs> true, yeah. <laughs> where am I going to pop my feet up? On the desk. Um, so... Uh, yeah, there is less time. But look, we, we, everything's pretty much in place for next year. Obviously, we, we did our calendar back in June. Um, in fact, we did yeah, in, we did our calendar before before the started. new season started. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so look, everything's in place for next year. Um, we've there's a lot of finger crossing, obviously about uh, about COVID. But the signs are very good for next year. You know, the, the the mood of the nation has lifted so much Hasn't in the it last just, week. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we can see a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and so by the time we get around to springtime next year, I have absolutely no doubt that, that uh, the government will allow some spectators to, to, to go along for their sport again, because it's not just motorsport, it's, it's everything else. It's, 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 um, so it's, it's, I have no doubt that that'll all, that'll all take place again. And they may start with a lower number and you know, everything else, but as the season progresses and the vaccines kick in even more and more people are having it done, then I'm sure that uh, uh, more numbers will be allowed into into venues. You know, what? I was um, uh, uh, scrolling through some f uh, photographs on my phone the other day um, and, and went back as far as... Uh, it, it, it's it's pretty much the index of the year. Um, and, and, and it's difficult to comprehend that at the start of this year, um, you took a, 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 a three weeks, four weeks, um, and you went with the family to Australia and witnessed um, devastating fires. It doesn't feel like uh, that that was this year. You were you were terribly lucky to be able to take that holiday before everything kicked off. I've been dodging bullets all year, haven't you? Just <laughs> so I took the. I, I go down to Australia every year, as you know, but and this t this time we took a. I normally don't take the whole family don't go with me, but this time they did. Um, and so we had it all planned. It was all, all worked out. We're going to see all our friends and family down there. And, and of course, the bushfires yeah. raged through where we're staying at. So we had to dodge those, drive inland and and, and, uh, and, and get out of their way. And you know, my sister was caught in the bushfires. There's all this sort of stuff going on. So it wasn't the most pleasant holiday we've ever had. And then we, we came back to this. 
Um, but, but you did uh, get to see everybody. You got to see all the important no, friends, and no. Still, because she was she was literally in the middle of the bushfire, oh. so you couldn't go and see her. But but saw everyone else, and it was just it was just a it was a different holiday, um, yeah. and it was a different way to start the season. And the whole year just carried on, just giving me you know a pain in the ass. <laughs> but. Uh, as as the sign said uh, just before round twenty seven, we made it. Finally, we got there, and uh, it might have yeah, seemed. And, that, and that's the main thing. We all we, we we all we all made it. We all got the season done. As I said, there's a lot of people in this country that's a lot worse off than than ourselves, um, and who's who have been affected far you know, more greatly than what we've been affected. So, you know, we, we're very lucky. We are lucky. Thank you for making sure that a championship could happen this year. Um, and uh, I, I, I know you've said multiple times it's not just me that's made it happen. It's 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 everyone coming together. But we're grateful that um, that you were able to to make it happen in the first place, and everybody else made sure that we had a jolly good season. We've got a champion. We've uh, completed the twenty twenty season. I, for one, want to say bye bye to. 2020 just as soon as we blooming well can and and get on with next year but the final thing i would like to say is thank you for being a, a friend of, of of the show here on auto glimpse in top tuesday normally you'd be sitting here in the little white chair just to my side final show of the year we'd be having jolly good fun and probably a couple of domino's pizzas but um i i look forward to when that can happen again of Sudan and the gardens of Japan from Milan to Yucatan every woman's every man hit me with your rhythm stick hit me hit me shitado ich liebe dich hit me hit me hit me hit me with your rhythm stick Hit me slowly, hit me quick, hit me, hit me, hit me. In the wilds of Borneo and the vineyards of Bordeaux, Eskimo, Arapaho. Their body to and fro. Hit me with your rhythm stick. Hit me, hit me. Das ist gut, say fantastic. Hit me, hit me, hit me. Hit me with your rhythm stick. It's nice to be a lunatic. Hit me, hit me, hit me.
So we've had the champion. We've had the champion of the cause, the boss. Uh, we've got another champion, you know. I mean, we don't have to get a separate independent champion and overall champion. Ash Sutton took care of both of those titles. Um, but we do have the Jack Sears Trophy winner with us. Evening, Michael Crease. Creasy, how are you? <laughs> um, this is a dream, mate. Congratulations, dream. congratulations. Well done. Um, uh, I, 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 okay, well, I can kind of gather from the way you're talking, um, you're still getting used to the fact that you won the biggest, physically the biggest trophy in the championship. Yeah, it's currently on my kitchen side. Uh, You've got a big kitchen, the, huh? <laughs> in the window, yeah, and uh, all the all the neighbours and everyone walking past, obviously seeing it on the TV. And uh, oh wow! And uh, I, I I ended up staying up there Sunday night. And I should hope so commu- too. Yeah, commuting home, and then we ended up pulling into Jody's mum and dad's house, and I ended up pulling the camper up outside their house. Ended up getting on the, uh, having a few beers with them guys, staying there night. So I've only just brought it, brought it home. So the camper's on the drive at the moment with massive, great big trophy in the window. So I, so, I suppose get... that is the uh, during a lockdown. That is the beauty of having a camper van. You can sort of, <laughs> you can, you can properly socially distance because you've got your little house on your back. Yeah, I mean that. That's, I mean that, that's been great for for me as a family. You know, this weekend to get away and and come to the racing and and but you know, think of all the poor people that just you know been cooped up for I know, ages. I know. And, I know. You know, it's just uh, we've got a little release, haven't we, with the racing? Well, the so thing is, very lucky. the 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 thing is, Michael, um, it's it's our job to try and help that journey for everybody else, and and yeah. ju- just judging on the emails and tweets that we've been getting on the show um tonight and throughout throughout this year um everybody has done a quite fantastic job of keeping people um entertained you know the, the vera lynn did it during the, the the war effort if you like but um people do need something to to take their minds off what's going on in the world and and to cheer them up and the, and the btcc has filled that gap for a lot of people this year yeah, and it's it's a credit to all the all of the drivers on the grid. I mean, you know, myself, um, Tom Ingram does does quite a bit. You know, um, a few of the other drivers. You know, we, we've tried to be doing Facebook lives and Instagram lives, and you know, showing behind the scenes and doing some extra bits and pieces. Maybe we wouldn't do on a normal year purely for the fact to get the the fans and everybody who's interested in the sport. You know, a little bit extra to because it's such a shame they can't come along. And, I, I, you know, I've been working on that all year and, uh, you know, picking up the trophy for them um, uh, on the weekend was, was uh, you know, that's dedicated to the fans this year, 100%. Tell me about the, uh, about slotting into the, uh, into the team. There was such a pool of talent that you could, that you could learn. It was your second year in the BTCC. It's a, it's a, a huge culture shock for any driver coming into the BTCC. Um, but you 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 took a another level this year, didn't you? In in the, in the learning, was that due to the huge amount of experience that you had around you helping you? Yeah, I mean for sure, it just goes without saying. I mean the the team 
uh, and the amount of money and uh, dedication that Steve Dunman's put into BTC racing, not only you know, did I step out of, uh, you know, uh, a decent car in the Passat, but an old car into yeah. a, a brand new FK8 Honda, um, you know, with all the trimmings and, you know, didn't want for anything. And, you know, that in itself definitely found me a bit of bit of speed because you could you can feel what the car's going to do. You've got no aggressive snap over steers or anything like that. You know, the car is more compliant. So that definitely helped me get back to finding my rhythm um, you know, like the Janetta days and stuff like that, you sort of get into a rhythm with the car, you know, yeah, it's gonna, yeah. when it's going to do. And yeah. and uh, I found that quite nicely in Spain when we went out testing in Spain. And, you know, maybe that wasn't so beneficial to Tom and Josh because they've been doing it for so many years. But for me, I've just done laps after lap after lap out there. And I come back, you know, really felt really confident in the car. But, you know, going on to what you, what you sort of said is it, Josh and Tom are just true professionals in in every and and they've got really different skills both of them so it's sort of like i had everything all in one pot they weren't they weren't like the same in anything that they done do you know what i mean josh sort of driver coached me throughout the year tom was interested in learning the car himself because it was his first year in the car uh but when it comes to set up and talking about different bits and pieces uh tom chilton takes it to a different level you know wow. uh um but josh can you know his job his day job is you know coaching people as driver well. coaching he, is what he does isn't yeah, it? yeah 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 and he, he he sort of got hold of me like a uh you know a pupil and said right you need to do this this and this and this and that's why you're not doing this this and this and all of a sudden it just all clicked and don't get me wrong i've still got to find probably two temps or t- two three temps but you know that that's what i need to find to to now get me inside that top 10 every weekend do you know what i mean I, I absolutely do. And maybe one of the reasons um, that I mentioned the experience around you is I saw a, a lovely post. I'm not sure if it came from you or from Josh or whoever today, but the, uh, it was a, a photograph of the two of you um, and a sort of a mutual a mutual thanks going on, which was which was lovely to see. I, d- I don't think we can um, uh, um, really talk about your second year in the championship without maybe having a look back to to your first year in the championship because um, Team Hard often sort of fly under the radar a little bit, but the opportunities that they offer, um, without the opportunities that they offered you, perhaps it would have been a much longer time that you had to wait doing uh, various other forms of motorsport before you could get into the championship. They they really do provide a, a, a vital stepping stone to get in, don't they? hundred percent you know i mean and to be fair you know where the car may be a bit old or whatever you know and and the budgets could be it won't be next year exactly it'll be a brand shiny new one i was just about to say that and i think you know you're looking at the people on the grid you know from over the past and present you've got jack and you've got uh you know who, who jack goff who probably hasn't had the budget um, Tony's helped him right out and and got him on the grid and kept him present. You know, and he's he a talent to have on the, yeah, 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 yeah. And he could have left and never come back. And, yeah, you know, like Bobby Thompson and yeah. you know myself and you know even going all the way back. I think there was like eleven or twelve drivers that have come through. Oh, Team it's massive. That have been yeah. on the grid. You Absolutely know, and, massive. And that's a massive credit to Tony. And he's he's a lovely guy. He, he, you know, he just wants to win. And, uh, you know, he's put a lot of money and effort in this year to hopefully I get them say. new yeah. cars. And, and, and I wish him all the, all the best. And, 
you know. And uh, yeah, I hope it, I hope it all comes good for him. You know, you have to give the trophy back one day, Michael. No, you only keep it for a year. You do, <laughs> you do know it's the same piece of metal work that Josh took home. Yeah, do you, you know what the first thing I've done yesterday? I Googled uh, a company in London that replicate them. Oh, so, well uh, that's done. That's the first thing I've, uh, and, and, I've done. And when, and when, <laughs> I so, think so, it's going to be about 700 quid or something. I'm, I'm sure it will be. I mean, it's a, it's a magnificent trophy. I remember um, taking it out of the box the first year we, we gave it out. And bless him, we, we actually had um, uh, Jack Sears himself um able yeah. to to present the award um yeah. and, uh, and and uh, you know fan, fantastic trophy um but do you know where it's going to live i mean if you get a replica trophy it can't live in the kitchen surely no no uh, well we went to look at a new house today so uh-huh. um, i'm having a new trophy cabinet trophy one, room <laughs> <laughs> yeah well done 100% <laughs> i mean on my kitchen side now i've got my i, I won the four Jack Sears trophies of uh, Donington Brands. Yeah, you get to keep them, yeah. Yeah, and uh, they're all on my kitchen side with the big Jack Sears in the middle, in, all all on parade in the window at the moment. So it's, it's yeah, you know, it's been amazing because I'll be honest with you, like we won it on Sunday, went back to the camp and me and Joe, everyone had gone home. I had my two kids, me and Jody in, in there and we ordered a Chinese, we laid on the sofa, we watched I'm a Celebrity and we went to bed and everyone was sort of saying, Oh, but you you know got on it and you have a well, good party and all that. Well, we can't, can we? We can't, we, we nah, can't do that at but, the moment. No, but I'll be honest with you, I I, I, I sort of just really enjoyed the family time. Of course, right? that's and, what it's about. They're the ones that support yeah. you all year. Yeah, and to win it, and then we woke up on on Monday morning. We we went for a track walk around Brands Hatch, like me and the kids and Jody. Oh, like, wow, no one cool. else around, and it was just. It's just been really amazing, like you know, and and having all the support and like echoing what Ash said. I think I had, you know, near on a thousand messages uh, across oh, wow. across Facebook and uh, and Instagram. I think I had over that. I think you know, and we put a little a live on 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 Monday morning. We had sort of four four thousand views already. So oh wow! It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> well it, you know, the fans are definitely out there, and I and I hope. Um, Next year, when they can come in and we do a bit of signing and stuff, I'll have the Jack Sears trophy next to me so they can all all see it and be. Oh, part that's of it. a nice thought. Oh, that's really yeah. sweet. <laughs> I really, I like your style, Creasy. I like your style. Well, well done, mate. Um, uh, in, enjoy the time with the family. It's been a unique time to to um, for everybody to to maybe get a bit closer to the family that that, that we live with this year. So, make yeah. the most of this time, Michael. Yeah, I will do, mate. And uh, yeah, like I just want to say, like, I really appreciate your support and and everyone that's helped me out this year because you know you guys keep putting us on the map and ITV and 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 Toka, you know, the whole media team. Everyone's been, you know, I do. I, I'm more of the first one to put my hand up, obviously, but you know, without your support and stuff, you know, we wouldn't be able to get there. We wouldn't be able to get the exposure. We wouldn't be able to get the sponsors, and we wouldn't be on the grid. So. You know, and I really appreciate you know inviting us on here. Well, to, to be honest, Creasy, um, it, it, <laughs> I said it to Ash. It would be a rubbish Champions edition of the show if we didn't have the champions on. So, um, so you've done me a favour <laughs> as much as I might have done you a favour, <laughs> Creasy. Have, have a great off season. Have a great Christmas, and uh, look forward to seeing you in just a few months because it's yeah. the new season's going to be upon us before we know it. 
Yeah, no, that's it. I mean, that's it. It's no, it's no stop play here. You know, no. all day today we've been talking to different teams and different, you know, bits and pieces and yeah, different yeah. sponsors all about next year. So, yeah, it, it never stops, does it? It never stops, Michael. Well done. Congratulations. Second year in the BTCC and he's got a championship trophy to take home. Well done. Well done, Creasy. Cheers, mate. There Thank we you, go. Mate. Michael Creasy, everybody, on Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday. I told you, this is a packed show. We've got loads coming up. We've got Tingram coming up. We've got Mark Doherty from Autoglim coming up. We've got Brad Philpot coming up. We've got Scott Stringfellow coming up. Oh, it's all, it's all, it's all kicking off.
I've got such bad news. I, I mean, this is really, this is proper, seriously bad news. I'm very unhappy. Can't get out of Tingram. I've tried. I've, 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 I've tried multiple means. Of, uh, this has never happened before. Two two years. Um, and now I can't get hold of Tingram. I don't know. Uh, we've got loads of emails that have come in. It's a good time to catch up on a few of them, particularly from some of our, our regular writers. And thank you so much to all of you that do um, interact with us here on Autoglim Top Tuesday because this this show is so very much about about your interactions. And uh, Kate has written, um, I think, um, after every round this year. So thank you for doing that, Kay. Um, and she says, firstly, I would like to say a big thank you for all the circuit commentary and all the tin tops that you've produced throughout the year. Uh, you've been a blessing to us BTCC fans, particularly as we haven't been able to get to any of the rounds in person this season. Um, I hope you realise how comforting your familiar voice has been to so many of us. Thank you, Kay. Um, your um, checks in the post, um, and and uh, you have endured the great British weather, especially this weekend when we were sat at home in the warm and dry. Yeah, but I bet you'd have rather been getting wet and wet out at Brands Hatch on the bank, waiting for the cars to come out. I mean, it, I, I've always said this, Kay. There is no such thing as bad weather. There is only inappropriate clothing. And at the weekend, the weather forecast was clear enough. I I I, I did. I dressed up. I. I look like a fisher person. Apparently we can't say fisherman anymore, according to Good Morning Britain this morning. Um, so I look like a, a, a fisher person in my, in my, in my wet clothes. Um, Kay continues, I have continued to listen to your live commentary while watching ITV pictures to try and reproduce being trackside. I, I, I think a few people have been doing that. Um, tonight, hopefully, you have my three favourite drivers, Ash, Creasy and Tingers. Hmm, not sure about Tingers. It's not going well with Tingers. Uh, could you please thank Tom for bringing brands uh, to us live on Instagram? Um, we at least got a taste of the atmosphere and weather from him. Unfortunately, the internet connection was not great and there were several of us that couldn't uh, get into the live chat with him. But thank you for trying to involve us. Um, I presume tonight will be a long show. Yes, although it's just got a bit shorter. Um, as there's much to talk about. Look, looking forward to the show, as always. God bless. That's from Kay. Thank you, Kay. As always, thank you very much indeed for getting in touch. In touch. Uh, Dave says, um, good evening, Mr Hyde. Northern Jeff here from the Jeff Army. Uh, we finally reached the end of the most challenging year in BTCC history. While we've all missed going to the races more than anything, we've at least been treated to spectacular racing all year long. I, for one, would like to thank absolutely everyone involved, from the people running the championships on the Toka package, to the drivers, to the team members, right down to the magnificent marshals that we have. Yeah, here, here on that, Dave. Uh, you all de delivered a season to remember. Congratulations to Ash on his second title. Great driving by everyone involved in the title battle this weekend. Special mention to Michael Crease. Uh, the people's champ, uh, the Jack Sears champ, his journey has been incredible, as it, uh, as incredible as it has been short. Top job, Creasy. To Bobby Thompson, your time will definitely come, Bob. You're too good a driver not to get there. In the Jeff Army, there is one driver who always gets uh, ripped to pieces by us. And to be fair, he gives it back. Uh, but we all love him to bits. And this weekend, he became a champion. Stuart Lyons. Take a bow. Uh, yes, he won the AM class in the AM category in the uh, Janetta GT4 Super Cup he did. Uh, uh, but try and uh, get help to get back up. Uh, we now look anxiously forward to 2021 
and hopefully being able to go to the circuits and do what we all love to do, watch racing. On that note, when's Media Day? Thank you, Dave. As ever, thank you very much indeed. And a final one here. Hi, Al. Uh, just wanted to say a big thank you for keeping us entertained during these uncertain times. Also, could you tell Tingram that I've missed him very much and I can't wait to continue stalking him next season? All the very best for the off-season and I hope to see you soon. That's from Fiona. Um, well, I'm, I mean, I can try. I can give it another go. Uh, we've, we've got quite a few messages that have come in for, for Tingram, including Katie. I haven't forgotten you, Katie. Tell you what, we'll try, we'll try one more song and, uh, and, and, and try and get Tingram again. But otherwise, Tingram, a no-show. I can't believe it. I, I can't believe that. Surely not. It cannot be.
what I'm worrying if he's all right now. I mean, I don't know. I can't get hold of Tingers. I mean, I am going to have a chat to somebody else, uh, but but uh, no, Tingram. If, if anybody can get hold of Tingram, that, that 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 you know has another means of getting hold of him other than the uh, the Skype connection or the mobile phone connection that I have, Bruce, Tom's dad, give him a call. I'm worried that he's all right now. He's never he's never forgotten a show. But, however, uh, we have someone that has rushed in to save the day. And uh, not not just that, but he's also sending me video. This is very impressive. Um, and he is now a driver in the BTCC. Uh, Bradley Philpot, a very good evening to you, Brad. That's that's a, a heck of a simulator rig you've got there. Good evening. Yeah, it, this has been built over some time. And it's just kind of back together now because i just received my vr headset back two days ago so um so i i don't i don't know about simulators i i guess this is a this is a pc you're using the pc to talk to me because we're talking on uh skype um it can send video as well but this is this is a a professional rig isn't it this is a proper steering wheel this is everything yeah that's exactly right um it's a direct drive wheel uh hydraulic pedals from obp um it's actually the rig itself that everything bolts onto is probably the least professional bit about it so i'm due an upgrade but um apart from that all the kit that's bolted onto it is um expensive nice stuff right okay well i'm not going to let you get away with that i know it's expensive stuff but um how expensive would it be if you started from scratch if you wanted to build something that kind of replicates being in a in a car which clearly that does because you've got the the seat, the steering wheel, the pedals, everything about it. Presumably, you've got a uh, quite a, a large series of screens wrapping around. Um, uh, what, sort, what sort of what sort of money do we have to mention to Santa Claus? Well, I have to be careful here because my fiance can probably hear me outside the room. We're well, saying really and, quietly. And she, she might. She, she won't be listening. It's fine. She might not be aware exactly how right. much all this costs. Um, if you were to buy everything from scratch, um, you're probably looking around three or four thousand pounds. But fortunately, I didn't. I kind of gradually upgraded and replaced bits here and there. Okay. Well, that sounds a lot better. So presumably I'll add a zero to that and I'll get closer to what you won't tell your fiancé. Yeah, which is absolutely fine. Um, <laughs> no, I can't. I'm, I'm not saying anything. I, I'm only jesting. I'm only jesting. Um, do, you, do you do that as well as driving race cars? I mean, not just because of this year. Um, you said that it's something that you've added to. So simulator racing is something you've been involved with for some time, is it? Yeah, it actually is. Um, not as seriously as I tend to take it now uh, but probably 10 years i've been yeah, doing wow. it in some shape or form but everything's so good now it, it's so much more real it, it's actually genuinely good practice i jumped on uh, brands Indy in an f3 car when i got home at the weekend and it's incredible how accurate when you've been driving around the real track all wow weekend, and then you get out on the sim and it, it's actually almost indistinguishable apart from the weather which was much better on the sim <laughs> yes well it couldn't have been a lot worse in real life um and in fairness what what a what a way to come into the btcc um i mean it, it it's amazing that you had the opportunity and fantastic that the team afforded you the the uh, chance of doing it but to come in on a finals weekend <laughs> and with the weather that we endured over the weekend that was properly in at the deep end wasn't it deep end is definitely the right phrase uh, and, and yeah i was happy to to not kind of 
get in the way of any of the people in the final. I'm sure that was high on your mind, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we all all got this email, obviously, and and I was aware of it anyway. Um, Fortunately, it's quite easy to tell who those drivers are and you know you know who to be particularly careful around um but you're right yeah it was it was definitely in at the deep end and and i would have chosen probably different conditions had i had the choice but hey beggars can't be choosers and you do have to take the opportunities when they arise and and it was something very different Uh, one of the reasons that uh that that i've got you on the show tonight is that you sent me a dm on on twitter and i completely missed it I, i often don't um I don't know. Sometimes you get uh, message requests and sometimes you get messages. I don't really ever particularly understand. And the message requests I miss. I miss for months sometimes. Um, so it, 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 and you and you you sent it to me, giving me the heads up that you were going to be competing at Brands Hatch, which is such a shame that I didn't didn't see it. We'd have got you on the previous show and you'd have been able to give us a bit of an exclusive. Um, now we're doing it as a sort of a, a review rather than a, the, than a preview. Um, did it live up to expectations, Brian? Yeah, it, it obviously did. Um, you know, you, you expect quite a lot of things and you expect certain things to maybe go wrong and some unexpected things to to be thrown your way. Uh, I mean, I'm quite happy that actually none of the silly little things like, you know, speeding in the pit lane or missing the missing being called into the way scales. These or, are easy things to do. Yep. Stalling on the grid, crashing, all these things that, you know, extra things that could potentially go wrong. I'm really happy none of that did happen. Um, so in terms of those expectations, because I kind of expected at least one of those things to happen and luckily none of them did. Um, and, and I actually got a lot more than that as well because I, I got to experience this full, this full, gamut of, of conditions where actually not the full not the full conditions because i never really got dry we got a, maybe a dry line yeah. at one point yeah 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 so that's the one thing that i missed out on but but yeah finding out what a btcc car is like to drive over standing water when you know there's a car next to you but you really can't see them because of all the spray and, and obviously the where they're positioned next to you just just everything you know the whole the whole btcc experience so yeah, it definitely did. Um, so it has whetted your appetite, I guess. Um, and I use the phrase advisedly. Um, what, what's the plan for the future? So obviously we, we don't know exactly uh, just yet because the dust is still settling on the weekend that, that just happened. Of course. But I'd love to obviously come back and do some more. Um, I, I definitely have unfinished business because until you've you've battled through to the front and you've you've really established yourself there, yes, yeah. then you definitely can't say you've you've achieved everything you want. So um, I certainly didn't achieve my my aims in terms of where I'd love to end up. I learned quite a lot uh, and kind of saw some saw some areas where I could definitely do something different. Have we run the weekend again? Yes. Yeah. So I definitely want to come back. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of trying to work on that at the moment, but as I'm sure everyone's aware, it's not an easy thing to make happen. Even this no, one weekend say. wasn't easy to, to come together. I'm sure. um, but you know, we made that happen in quite a short space of time. So there's, there's a few more months until I'd need to have everything pinned down for next year. Um, so I'm going to try and do my best, but at least I, I've seen, behind the curtain now and uh and i know a lot more than i did two months ago uh well uh, this is a first for me as well i've never i've never interviewed anybody on a on a, a an auto glim tin top tuesday radio show whilst being able to see them i rather like this i might get used to this i might i might put the microphone around the other way next year and uh, i can actually actually see people's environment because it, it's really quite interesting and 
obviously it led me into uh, the fact that you've got a, a really rather natty uh, simulator rig there. So does the winter involve uh, a fair amount of sim racing? Yeah, it probably will now. So yeah. I was a little bit worried because, so I actually, you mentioned screens. I don't, I used to run with triple screens. Now I just run with virtual reality because it's just like pulling on the helmet and you're in the car. It's, it's, I can't recommend it highly enough. Wow. So VR for me is the way forward. Does and it not it, make you a bit headachey? No, for some people it does. Um, for me, I actually find it better because it, it feels like it's real. I've had moments where I've actually forgotten whether or not I'm, I'm actually at the track or whether it's virtual. So that's really good. And anyway, now that's repaired. It, it broke, basically. I had to send it off for warranty. Now that's right. back. Okay. Uh, and I'm really, really relieved it is. That does mean probably a winter of sim racing. We've got quite a big one tomorrow. Uh, a few Formula One boys in a, quite a big competition. Max Verstappen is joining us tomorrow for wow. a big Formula Three race. Um and yeah, I'll be off to um, Sweden doing some work. And then when I'm back from that, I have to quarantine for of 14 course. days yeah, or so. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, There'll be nothing else to do, will there? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so there'll be loads of that. Um, so virtual reality, um, does that, presumably, uh, I've only strapped on a set of goggles on a couple of occasions when looking around a sort of a, uh, a virtual tour of a new prototype road car or something like that um but presumably if you look left you can see out the the mirrors can is, is it really that advanced right wow oh, it, it's probably more advanced than you can even imagine so so what i've got is a very high-end headset that has quite a wide field of view so that means you don't have this narrow like window in front of you you don't really have to turn your head so much like you would in an old-fashioned headset you've got the same kind of peripheral vision as you'd have in real life so you basically look Amazing. anywhere you would look wearing your helmet. So you've got the, the mirrors. The one thing that's a little bit different is that you're not restricted by a hands device. So when you're actually in wheel-to-wheel -wheel combat in something like a single-seater, you can just turn your head completely around and check where the other car is. So, you know, you can effectively look through the seat that you're really sitting in wow. and look out the back of the car. And then when that's you get into a real car, do you try and do that and realise that you can't do it? That's the one thing that tells you it's real. That's <laughs> yeah, how you, that's how you, yeah, yeah. you can't look around. Hey, Brad, thank you ever so much for joining us. And thank you for uh, leaping in with um, uh, the little gap that we had when Tingram was uh, slated to be on the show. I'm going to try him again in a, in a minute. But in the meantime, it's been great to catch up with you. And, and uh, welcome to the championship, if you like. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. I'm a big fan of the show. So oh, top. I will continue listening. Top man, Brad. Thank you ever so much. Bradley Philpot, everybody, here on Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday. And uh, I've, I've just done a first. I've been able to look at the person I was having a chat to. I rather like that. Might do that next year. Um, how do I get you to see that as well? Hang on. I'll have to work on this. It's all too technical. So technical.
so relieved I, can't, I mean I can't tell you how relieved I am I don't know what's going on what could possibly have gone wrong on the 13th series on the 13th show the regular guest that you get on every episode and I can't get hold of him but I can now Tinkers Evening. Oh, it's such a relief and technical difficulties beyond belief I, I started getting worried I started getting worried that you're okay. I, I tried to make contact with you. With you, I mean, not via seance, but I just tried to get in contact with your father. Um, it was well. I'm very pleased that you're okay. Not a problem at all. Yeah, oh. we, we, I, I'm clearly having some sort of technical difficulties. Um, Laura, does this mean I can get a new phone? Get that new iPhone? Oh yeah, good idea. Get it in blue. Laura, said, Laura says I'm not allowed one. Very smart in blue. They're very nice in blue. So I have well. The next phone that is due between the two of us is Laura's because my phone's about a year and a bit old because I accidentally lost mine in the in the sea. It went swimming. Oh, oh, so that to, was careless, I, wasn't it? I had to get well, yeah. I had to get an emergency <laughs> phone. Um, so the next phone that's due is Laura's phone. So I'm not allowed a new phone. Oh, you sort. You see, now what you need to do is uh, a system that um, a couple of my friends uh, shared with me at the weekend that both turned up with um, lovely new iPhone 12 Pros in blue. Um, Basically, the the way they get away with it is that the the iPhone 11 that they bought at this time last year then goes to the spouse. The spouse's phone, which was the phone from the previous year, goes to the eldest child and down the line it goes so this is the recycling process does this mean that yuri would get laura's old phone does he does he want one i mean is he keen to do his own insta in fairness he is quite popular on instagram isn't he so maybe that's how we get him his own instagram (laughs) maybe he can do it himself that's how we do it yeah there you go you see laura's old phone this is teamwork laura gets the new iphone 12 yeah, what a... Oh, uh, yeah. Yuri gets his Instagram account. Everyone's happy. <laughs> well, there you go. Happy there days. We go. We've sorted it. Anyway, lovely to speak to you, Tingram. <laughs> we, we, we've... Um, I, I mean, I've got so many messages for you, and, and I, I'm all out of kilter now. Um, <laughs> but you have to bear with me, because I, I, right. I've, got, I've got printouts and everything. Have you got printouts? Or I have, a yeah. serious one. I, yeah, because there was... One young lady in particular that wrote to me very early on today, and then uh, and then she checked that I'd got the email. I said, "Yeah, I've got the email. I printed it out." Um, and she very important. It's a big fan, Tingers, <laughs> and I need to ring it, read out the whole of the email. Oh, okay. Um, uh, hey, Alan, what a finale that was! I'm gutted. Tom Ingram couldn't get enough points to be champion. Hopefully next year. If Tom's on this week, I'm hoping he is, I'd love it if you could read this to him. I met Tom at Alton Park last year in the hospitality area of Toyota, which was amazing. 
Now this you'll enjoy, Tom. To be honest, it was the first time I'd heard of touring cars, but my cousin worked for Mirage, who sponsored Tom at the time, so he managed to get us VIP tickets, which was so cool. It was possibly the best day of my life. And my dad's. Yeah, exactly that. And my dad's, I've never seen him so happy. Ever since then, I've been hooked on BTCC, and in particular, being a slightly over the top Tom fan. (laughs) <laughs> there we go here we go here's a question uh, I, uh, but before we get there what a lovely thing to say what a lovely lovely thing to say to have made that much of an impact on someone's life that you'd quote it as the best day of your life it's not bad that's is amazing. it amazing you see that's so cool you realize the responsibility that you carry don't you tingle <laughs> i you're do ma- now you're making people's dreams come true <laughs> right so uh, katie continues um i have a question for tom which is very random uh, but me oh, and my the, friend the, the more random the better yeah we like we like random we love them. um uh um uh I have a question for Tom, which is very random, but me and my friend have been having an argument over this. Oh, no. So I want to see if Tom can settle it. Oh, no, I don't like these. You're going to make a friend, you're going to make an enemy. Exactly What can I say? I mean, in fairness... making friends, Alan. I think I... uh, Exactly. Let's work on this together, Tom. Yeah, let's have a a tag team. uh, uh, For the simple reason that I can... I can... I was there, so potentially I could help you out here. Okay. Come on, so let's do it. The question is: On the first, are you a be- good cop or am I a bad cop here? It depends what your I answer is. Okay, okay, you right, answer okay. honestly, and then I'll tell the lie. How's that? Okay, perfect. Okay. Yep, copy that. That works. On on the first BTCC <laughs> interview on the Saturday, is it Tom or Andrew Jordan that says, "Thank, uh, hang on." Uh, in inverted commas, I'll start this bit again. On the first BTCC interview on the Saturday, is it Tom or Andy Jordan that says, S blank, 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 that's us, before they came on stage? Rhymes with hit. Imagine Tom probably won't remember, but it's worth a try. Hmm. No, I don't remember. Hmm. It, not, it could be either of us, to be perfectly honest with you, couldn't it? It's not a terrible word. It's, no. it, it, it's, it's not the worst of words, is it? It isn't, no. But it, uh, it, it could be either of us. And it would have been someone that had their mic live, and it could, it could have been either of you. It could have been either of us, couldn't it? And presumably that was on the stage... So I would have been on the I didn't you hear it. So you, maybe you were part of it as well. I didn't you were hear part it. part of the whole... Ooh. I'm going to completely. I'm going to completely dodge this bullet. Okay, good. Say so I don't know. So now I've not lost. No, or gained. You haven't or lost or gained. Um, I I have. Could be a politician. I could, couldn't I? Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> I've watched some. But no, I suppose more people have to dislike me in the first place, though. I guess. Yeah, you you would have sort of roughly half the country liking you and half the country hating you. So it, it yeah. just depends if at the moment. At the moment, nobody really hates you. I don't think. I don't. I don't meet BTCC fans that say, "Oh, that Tom Ingram, he's a one." Oh no, don't like him. I think you're a popular oh, I driver. See, I did see one though. Oh really? Hmm. Yeah, I did see one. I'm. I'm very, very lucky that ninety-nine point nine percent of the stuff that that uh, that we get on on social media is always 
incredibly positive, always really, really nice, and everyone's always very lovely to me. But there's always one person. Oh, of person. course there's always one. There's oh, of course one, there's always Alan. one. No, of course there is. <laughs> no, no, you, no. But no, I'm, I'm very lucky that, that um, everything I, I, I seem to see anyway is always very uh, it's always very polite and always very nice so thank you everybody yeah well, <laughs> well there you go so nice. well katie <laughs> finishes off finally tom i'm gutted for you this season but three podiums all on the same day is a good consolation i guess good luck for next year hopefully it's uh this is your year tom and that comes from katie there we go oh well, um, thank you katie that's a lovely message to, to receive. i thought it was, i thought it was awesome i thought it was absolutely lovely um ollie jennings uh said um uh, just hope you can give all the best to Tingram and give him my best congratulations for such an amazing season. I did have one question for him and one question only for your segment uh, with him, which is imperative to getting into the head of a racing driver. Ooh. Ready? Go. If he had a pasty, what kind of pasty? What kind of pasty to 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 have to make my own? It says, um, "What kind of pasty, stroke baked good would he be, and why?" Oh, I can't put. I can't put. I, I'm, I'm I'm trying to work out what the question baked is. Good, baked. If I were to be, I guess that's like a. I mean, I've never had one, what? but I guess that's like. You know when you have a job interview and someone goes, you could be a biscuit, well, no, you biscuit, what do you mean? <laughs> if you could be an animal, what kind of animal would you be? Is it that kind of question, do you think? I don't know. I don't know if he's I saying... I could be a baked good. No, no, but I don't know if he's saying, um, if you had a pasty, uh, would you would you bake it in the oven or would you put it in a micro... I, I, Ollie, mate, I, I'm sorry. My we brain, need clarification here before My, can, my brain isn't big enough to, to comprehend the, the question. Um, so you've dodged, dodged another bullet, but Ollie does finish off. Um, also, is Yuri a guide dog in training? He is ridiculously cute on his Twitter and Instagram, and my girlfriend would be a huger fan of you if so. <laughs> <laughs> he does need his own Instagram, doesn't he? He does. It's uh, the time is coming. Um. <laughs> mm, well, when he gets Laura's phone. <laughs> We'll make that happen, shall we? <laughs> I really think you should. Um, yeah, we'll ha- do that. That ha- can be a nice little winter project for how, us. How, how would you... How would you, I, you know, I'm sad. This time last year, you were sat right there. Oh, my goodness, we was, yeah. We had pizza. Oh, we, we had lovely We had giggles. The, 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 the plan that we made before the season got underway oh. was that the, 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 this very show, you'd be sat there, you'd bring Yuri... He'd be here. Oh, yes. We'd Yuri there be eating pizza. Pop him, box, <laughs> we'd, we'd pop him in his little basket. And He'd love it. And we'd have a, a walk over in the park. I know. Oh, dear. Oh, well, oh. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, we'll have to do it next year. We'll do it next year. Of course we'll we will. We'll do it well, whenever we can. We might even get opportunity to, to do something oh. this year at Christmas. Who knows? What about the Christmas show? Who knows? We Who could knows? put a Christmas hat on him. If <laughs> that would make a good social media post for his Instagram. Well, I've got a couple from the from the weekend because the the caterers were fantastic. They provided us with Christmas dinner on uh, on Saturday night, and wasn't it great? Oh, beautiful, fantastic! Did you have Big party poppers? We had party poppers. We had the lot. Although Christian put cranberry sauce in his and turned it into a uh, into a cranberry sauce weapon of choice. <laughs> Turns out. It's actually really quite fun. <laughs> you can have a great food fight with him. <laughs> Did you put your hat on? Of course. It's, you have to do that. Yeah, you see, Mr. Gow refused the rules, to put the hat they? on. 
Mr. Gower refused to uh, to put the hat on, I'm afraid. Uh, he made me put mine on. Um, it, of course. Well, he's like that, isn't he? I know, I know, I know, I know. But bit he did. Too, bit too much enjoyment putting it, a hat on. <laughs> that's what it was. But, uh, no, we did pull a cracker together. Ah, well, well there you go. I, I don't know where to go with that one. Alan. Two crackers. Two crackers we pulled and we um, and we told the jokes and what is the point of the jokes in a cracker? Well, they're a bit rubbish. But because kind of they're the idea, so bad. I'm a big fan of a cheese joke. So I've been doing my Instagram lives on uh, on Saturday and Sunday. Yes, you have. And everyone knows that I like a cheese joke. So I've been getting more and more and more cheese jokes coming in. So <laughs> if I and I never get tired of them. They're just so brilliant. Uh, are you referring to jokes about cheese? Or the best ones are the ones you have to explain, aren't they? Or yeah, cheesy jokes. You, 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 that completely went over your head then, didn't it? Afraid so. <laughs> yeah, because they're completely brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the, the best ones are the ones you have to explain. Right, so um, so is that a cheese joke? Well, it's a cheese-based joke, yeah. I, I didn't even know there was such a thing as a cheese-based joke, Ting. Oh, there's... Uh, there's, there's where do we start? Where do we end? I mean, it's, it, it's, we could have another segment of the show just on cheese-based jokes. Or, 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 or Best or, kind of cheese to hide a horse with? Best kind of cheese to hide a horse. Go on. Mascarpone. <laughs> you can kind of see, see where we're going. See, that's very clever. Best, I quite like best that. Cheese to get a, to best cheese to get a bear out of a cave. Go on. Camembert. <laughs> Where do we stop? Where do we end? You know what I mean? We could, we could go all night with these. Can I have one up. more? Um, no, because I can't think of any off the top of my head. Have you not got a cheddar-based gag? Mm, I hope you have. I haven't, no. Oh, text them in. We need some texts coming in. <laughs> <laughs> we need some texts this week, we quickly. <laughs> well, Ting, I am so grateful that I caught up with you. I've got to go because I'm, I'm about to speak to, to Mark Doherty, a bit late for him, um, from from Auto Glimmer, a mutual friend of ours. Um, well, we can't keep him waiting. Can uh, we? we can't keep him waiting. He, he, he is the man that makes this happen. So, um, right. uh, so I'm going to love you and leave you, but I'm really well, glad I'm- that you're okay. I'm very um, sorry for my uh, for my technology based issues. I, I think uh, you need a new phone. I I think Yuri is going to be getting a new phone. I, th- I think he'll be getting an Instagram account. I, th- I think Laura <laughs> will be getting a new phone. You'll be getting a new phone. Just crack on and order it up. We've got nothing <laughs> right. else to be excited about at the moment. So <laughs> I'm so, going to get it gone. So hey Tingram, thank you ever so much as ever for uh, being a friend of the show in uh, 2020, and um, and uh, hopefully we can crack on and do the same in 2021 because you are right. an absolute little star. You really. <laughs> well thank you very much for having me all year mate and uh, thank you very much to everyone listening uh, for all of the amazing support that we've had this year not just for myself but for all of the drivers and for the show um, it's massively appreciated so thank you there we go no night tingers see you soon see you cheers later. mate uh, tingram Tom Ingram, everybody, we got hold of him in the end. Uh, coming up next, uh, Mark Doherty from Autoglim. We're going to speak to the safety car driver for the BTCC, Scott Stringfellow. It's it's all it's such a busy night tonight.
Auto Glim, Tin Top Tuesday, a very good evening to you. It's the Champions Edition. We've spoken to two champions tonight, Ash Sutton and Michael Kreese, the overall title and the Jack Sears Trophy as well. We are, of course, Auto Glim, Tin Top Tuesday for a record fifth year. Auto Glim have added their name and their support to uh, to this show. We spoke to him right at the start of the year when we didn't know if we were actually going to get any racing done in 2020 at all, but we're getting back on the show again now. Mark Doherty from Autoglim. A very good evening to you. Um, do you know, I've just looked on Skype. It says seven months since I spoke to you. That's um, that's a long season of a radio show, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, I'm glad it got to happen this year, Alan. I really, really am. It's, ex- it's been an exceptional year. And, and um, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to get you on for the last show was to say, on behalf of the fans of the show, really, thank you for supporting it and thank you for allowing us um to do the to do the show really at the start of the year when we weren't sure whether we were going to get racing or anything it's been such an uncertain year hasn't it and it and and the show seemed to give um the, the fans the fans that weren't able to make it trackside something to look forward to and and something to stay connected with the championship so so on their behalf and my behalf thank you very much indeed well, I'll, I'll accept the thanks on behalf of Autoglim. Um, as you know, um, my uh, my boss Paul calls the shots, and uh, <laughs> when we uh, we were talking about what we were doing this year, you know, it was a, it was a very short conversation about whether we wanted to uh, continue working with the show, and then even when you know things were very uncertain, and we weren't sure what was going on. Again, it was a very short discussion about continuing to uh, support the show because, as you say, and as we were talking about the other day. You know, it's nice to have a little bit of a, a constant in the world, and if that's uh, Tin Top Tuesday, then uh, you know we're all for it. You know, when everything else seems to be turned on its head this year. Well, thank you so much. And we did get a championship. We got a an absolutely fantastic championship, um, all in the space of three and a half months. Um, Autoglim, as far as looking after cars, I, I guess um, we were kind of predicting uh, at the start of uh, of the lockdown period that it might be quite a good year for Autoglim because people were at home and they were doing things at home, maybe giving their car a bit bit more love and a, a little bit more affection. Has it been a good year? Uh, yeah, well, it's been, it's been mixed. You know, we do, we do a lot of different things, but certainly uh, people at home, 
yeah, all that good weather and uh, a lot of people at home have uh, not able to go out and enjoy their normal hobbies away from home. They they certainly made themselves busy on their driveways and out the front of their houses. So, yeah, um, lots of um, new people coming to uh, car care. They might have maybe got their car washed by someone else. So loads of new uh, people discovering the joy of looking after the car themselves. And to any of your listeners that don't do that, that think I might sound absolutely crazy, I find it really, really therapeutic. It is. Like, it's wonderful. A lot of other people do as well. Yeah, you can sort of lose yourself for an hour or so, and you get a nice shiny car at the end of it. So, yeah, it's been, um, I think, with you know, all businesses, it's been uh, been a mixed year, but certainly um, having uh, people and, and good weather to fall back on has really, really been uh, useful. Well, my big discovery came last year when you released the, the, the Polar Range, um, the, it's, it's, it's a snow foam, isn't it? But it's a trio of products. And I've now got through two of the, the big bottles um, uh, since I started. So it's lasted really well. I do it once a week. Um, and well, I'm, I'm sort of in a routine. I've got three vehicles. I do them all with it. And, and I probably spoil all three vehicles because I do, the, um, I do the, 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 the third step, which you don't have to do every time, do you? But it, it just I like the smell of it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah the smell and sort of the fun is a lot of what we're trying we try and build into products now well so it's worked we found that people like doing it and the ones you mentioned the uh, polar blast polar wash polar seal we went with polar because it basically looks like you've covered your car in snow and um i gave my my pal um a kit for uh, for his birthday and yeah he absolutely loves it he goes out with his kids he does it people were stopping him in the street when he well stopping in the street when the, he was doing it on his road saying hey, what are you doing to your car your car's gone white it looks crazy and yeah so it's it's a lot of fun and if it can smell good as well then you know all the better can so I i'm l- glad you're enjoying it and i'm glad your cars are getting some love <laughs> can i can i let you into a secret um uh, i've discovered it's very good on uh upvc window frames as well Ah, look out house so the yeah. whole house is getting done it does and, and, <laughs> and I, I i quite enjoy the process to be honest i just rather enjoy the look of pe- on people's faces as they walk by what are you doing what on <laughs> earth are you doing um it, it, it's brilliant it's absolutely brilliant for for oh. white window frames upvc does the job but in fairness if you think about it why shouldn't it yeah, I mean, there, there, there is a really, really good cleaner uh, pulling off, you know, the sort of dirt you get on your car and, you know, a lot of that normal stuff that you'd, you'd get on your your house would be the same. Um, maybe I'll uh, put in uh, House Glim into our uh, idea <laughs> box and um, I'll, I'll split the profits with you. Up if that takes off. In, in fairness... Um... I, I do wash it off quickly off the brickwork, so I don't know what it, I, I don't know what it would look like if I had shiny brickwork at the end of it. Um, but certainly on the window frames, absolutely fantastic stuff. Um, uh, the the other um, thing that I have to uh, to thank you for, Mark, um, is the fact that throughout this year, um, not every show, but uh, some of the shows, you've been um, uh, sending out packs to our listeners uh, for, for winners that we've had on Tin Top Tuesday, which is uh, a big thing. And I, I get lots and lots of um, uh, very kind thank you messages um, which come through to me on, on email and Twitter and all those kind of things. So, so thank you for being supportive of that. The only other thing that I need to say to you, uh, Mark, is that potentially... If things are are um, uh, sort of released a little bit, um, we might we might do our Christmas idea um, in a different way. So okay. um, so we, we we might have we might have one more show this year. Super. 
Oh, good. Well, there you go. Nothing like doing a business deal on air, is there? <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. What for the rest of the uh, for the rest of the year? This is normally a busy time for the company, isn't it? Yeah. Well, got sort of you know key dates. Black Black Friday's happening, so the, you know the world will go crazy for a day and uh, scare our warehouse with the amount of pallets that um, everybody seems to want all on the same day. Christmas coming as well, but. Yeah, it's head down looking into next year, really. So there's a lot of exciting uh, product development work going on at the moment. Um, this year has been the year of sanitizers for everyone. And, yeah. You know, I think, you know, we've had enough, really. You know, they're, they're great products. They do the job they want to. But, you know, it's all about um, beading and foam and, and glossy surfaces and things like that. So looking forward to getting back to some sort of core Autoglim products next year. Um, so, yeah, we're all working hard getting ready for next year's product releases, which... I'm afraid I can't tell you anything about. I can't even give my favourite radio show a oh. sneak preview, I'm afraid. But um, suffice <laughs> to say, they'll be smelling good and, uh, and making a great result as well and maybe a bit of foam as well. It's, it's a sensual process. I've, I've realised that. Um, uh, what, what is it? Uh, is it Polar Seal? the, the yeah, third bottle yeah, yeah. i don't even get as far as looking at what's on the outside of it i just know that this <laughs> the slightly smaller bottle is the one that i need to go for the nice smell um and, and, and absolutely absolutely gorgeous products being released in january are they uh maybe a wee bit later just okay. when the uh when the cold and horrible weather goes away yeah. uh just when the car care season kicks off so yeah hopefully uh hopefully beginning of uh sort of around like marchish time hopefully okay mate well thank you ever so much and uh, i know uh chris mccleary is uh is he is the official btcc valitor um whenever he gets his um his his kit out i i pop over there because i know it's going to smell nice and uh, i can have a little chat with him while he's while he's doing it but i know he's very grateful for all of your support for for the work that he does on the cars in the paddock so thank you very much on his behalf as well there we go super yeah great guy chris great ambassador for the brand he's good isn't he yeah very good (laughs) he does a does a brilliant job um and also i don't know if you know but on saturday before on sunday rather before the final race he was one of the two people carrying the banner down the center of the uh of the grid saying thank you to everybody that we got there finally yeah so uh very much part of the btcc family um mark as always mate thank you very much indeed and uh and i'll catch up with you very soon indeed Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Alan. Take care. There we go. That's Mark Doxy from uh, Autoglim uh, with uh, just a big thank you, really, because without them, we couldn't have done this year. Um, we have one more guest coming up tonight on the Champions Edition of Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday, and he's got a book out. It is Scott Stringfellow, the safety car driver, and he's coming up after this.
Ah, no, this is good. Jonathan has written in. Jonathan Steed. Um, uh, Alan, how to get listeners to see you and your guests if you have something like OBS software. Yeah, I've I've used OBS software. Um, You can stream your webcam and their Skype feed to Twitch, YouTube, relatively easy. Just takes a bit of practice to uh, get it to work and make it look pretty. Yeah, this is a reference to when we chat to Brad and I could see um, Bradley Philpott. um, Yeah. Now, the only thing is, Jonathan, it sounds like you know what you're talking about, so you can help me more. So, yes, when I um, uh, stream TV um, uh, programs um, in my uh, in my my other world, uh, we do we, we do live streaming of broadcasts um, quite a lot. So I use OBS. However, however, one of the complications of running a live radio show is that you run in audio delay so that. Um, if, if potentially you would need to, not that we uh, often do on Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday, but occasionally somebody could slip up and, and use a bad word or say something bad or whatever. Um, and if we're running in delay on a phone in show, then you can get rid of it. So the listeners never hear it. So, so, so if I was to do that, if I was to, to live stream the, the, the video, how would I then get the video to sync up with the delayed audio how could we do that there you go jonathan there's a there's a little there's a little problem for you to solve for me i'm sure there's a a natty bit of software which will do it um in the meantime if you do want to get in touch everybody studio at tintoptuesday.com or on twitter at tintoptuesday final one of the night is our safety car driver who's in fairness, during three and a half months of the championship this year, Scott Stringfellow, you've done quite a few laps, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I've, I've done plenty. I'll tell you what, it's great to be on your show because I've heard it a fair few times. It's lovely to be here, first of all. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I've done quite a few. And not many people know this because I've actually do this on my own Facebook page, but I do do a competition for people to guess how many laps I do in a year. And then I do the <laughs> thing and I've been keeping track. So I've got all the info here. So is that just for the BTCC, all the support races as well? All of them. All of them added up. All everything. And it's quite interesting throughout the year because when I'm out there driving round, I'm keeping score of how many laps I'm out there for, and I've got to quickly add it in my little... <laughs> when I park up, I get my phone out, and I quickly get into the notes, and I put the, the numbers in. So end of the day, in the evening, by the time I get home, I've got to tally it all up. Just explain to people, Scott, how, how exactly it works. So uh, when they see you uh, in the safety car the, uh, this year, the, uh, the green Porsche Panamera, um, how does it work? Because you're sitting alongside an observer... Um, who's in radio contact with race control. What's the order? You're sitting in pit lane. What happens? Well, the thing is, we're, first of all, just let's just take touring cars for, for that instance because the others are a little bit different. Because every other race um, championship I do, I, uh, we're on the front and we lead them all off for the green flag laps. In touring cars, we don't lead the green flag lap, but we are sat at the back uh, waiting for them to let all the cars out when the, the uh, circuit is told that the, the green flag going to go out on the track. Off they go, and I follow them down the pit lane. So sometimes on the screen you see them, you see us creeping up behind them, and then we wait till they are all settled when they close the pit lane. We go a quick lap round to the track to the back. They start the race, and uh, uh, sorry, on the green flag lap, we go follow around, and then we park strategically alongside the pit entry. 
So when the race starts, I'm still sat there waiting just in case something happens in the first couple of corners. Yeah. And then halfway around the track, you can hear safety car interfit into standby position. And then we go in and we sit there and we wait to a cold. And, uh, and as you know, sometimes we do get cold. And sometimes, depending on the circuit, it can be a bit of a close one. Brands Indy circuit, which we've just been on, fortunately didn't happen to us this time, but has happened to us a couple of times in the past where we get called a little bit late and we are flying through the pit lane. I've got to get out there in front of them just in time. And it's happened to me twice in uh, the 16 years I've been doing this. And, um, and one was in front of uh, Chilton and the other one, fantastically, was uh, right alongside Matt Neal as we came out onto the circuit. And both Matt and I, I know we were both looking at each other as we <laughs> came out, as I came shooting out. And he's on the power because Pete Harris, who was with me at the time, he said, Matt's alongside us. Yeah, I know. I can see him. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and Matt back to as we go up the hill, you got you can't just instantly back off. So you've got to wait till you've got a little bit of time. Everybody knows you're there. And then we sort it out between ourselves. That's the great thing about touring cars and the supports. Everybody kind of works together when we come yeah. out. Yeah. Sometimes if we, we get missed to the leaders, sometimes the leaders back off and let us back through, but sometimes we have to let them all through again. So it, it can be different every meeting. It's, it's quite something sometimes. Sometimes nothing happens. Sometimes we're out a hell of a lot. <laughs> you had a, a, a nice new Janetta to drive at the weekend, didn't you? Yes, I did. And I'd not driven it at all beforehand. They literally said, oh, yes, this is uh, <laughs> this is your toy for the weekend. And, I, and straight away, I'm asking all the questions in my head. You know, I know how hard work it is to get in a G40. I'm 54, okay? I'm trying to get in a car that 14-year-olds drive, and that was hard enough work. I have to <laughs> do a little bit of origami to get in. This one was a lot easier, but the thing is, this is a full, almost racing GT Janetta. It's a lovely car, yeah. It's fantastic. And uh, also, it's, it doesn't have traction control. It's got uh, paddle shift gearbox and... Uh, you can flat shift if you want, <laughs> but hmm. we never get to that actual speed. But I discovered when I took it out, the clutch clearance wasn't brilliant. So for the first, on the Saturday, there was a time where I did miss going out to pick up the leaders because I couldn't quite get reversed because the clutch wasn't clearing, but I got it. And so I said to the guys afterwards, you've got to sort this out, cause otherwise I'm not going to be able to use it tomorrow because I can't trust that clutches don't worry we'll deal with it and they did thankfully oh, wow. they sorted it out easy to sort out so you had no idea we had a problem but no, we got not. around no. it and it was fine i did suggest the situation of to alan i might not have to use the janetta and he said well just you know use the ford or whatever you, you need to don't yes. worry about yeah. it yeah yeah <clears throat> but they so, but they sorted the problem uh, which is did. fantastic you mentioned pete harris he'd been sitting alongside you uh, for many, many years, you were also uh, really, really uh, good mates. You still are really, really good mates. But um, but we've missed Pete this year. He's not very well at the moment, is he? Um, and and we'll, 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 um, we'll send him all our very best wishes, I think. Absolutely. No, he's, he's doing quite well. I, I ring him every week and, uh, and we talk a lot. I'm, I'm also currently writing my second book. We'll talk about the first in a bit. Wow. But uh, I'm, uh, the second book's more about my racing career and I was... Going back in, I got up to A1GP days with him and I was ringing him to ask him about stuff. Because that kind of helps him keep his mind going and not so bored doing nothing at home. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, uh, the the, um, the replacement observer with you this year is uh, uh, Kieran. He's somebody you've known for a while anyway. He's been uh, uh, around, the, around the touring car paddock for a long time. 
Yeah, he has. He's been a marshal in the past, and he's uh, he's always been, a, and he's also done this uh, observer job in other race championships elsewhere outside of touring cars. So when uh, Pete became ill last year, it was actually Pete's um, recommendation that no, we wow. get give Kieran a go. And Kieran got thrown in at the deep end because, remember, we were all a happy family and have been for, this is last year, it was 15 years I've been yeah, doing touring cars and we're all, and we all know each other very well and calls and on the radio and stuff and how we all act and how things can sometimes speed up, sometimes things can slow down. So he was thrown at the deep end and his learning curve is very steep, but he got on with it and he did a really good job of getting to know. And now when you hear on the radio, you can hear how confident he is. He knows exactly what to say. When uh, race control asks us things, he wants me to say, and I say, just tell him, blah, 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 and he does. And he does it right and because he, he doesn't rush anything and, he's, and he does the job correctly. So he's a really good um, uh, stand-in for Pete, which is I'm very pleased about. And we get on exceptionally well, which is, to be honest, one of the most important things yeah, about important. being a team. It's like a rally co-driver. Uh, well, um, uh, to both of them, yeah, uh, uh, hi to... Hi to Kieran if he's listening, and uh, and to Pete, big hello, and uh, and uh, really, I'm wishing you the very best, and hope you get hope you get better very very soon, and we can see you again at a circuit uh, before too long. Now, the reason we've got you on tonight, Scotty, um, is because uh, well, uh, only a few weeks ago, I mean, there you are, your name's up in lights. You're available on Amazon. Um, uh, you've written a book. Um, it's not so much about being a safety car driver, um, but it's about your family and specifically your dad. Yeah. I, it, to be honest, I didn't actually start writing it to get it to this stage to be actually a book out there. It was all um, came about because when I was in hospital with dad and watching over him and, you know, when we found out he'd got a, the cancer and it was terminal, it was extremely horrendous. And I'm sure anybody who's ever gone through that knows exactly what I mean. And uh, at the end of the day, I, I started, me and him were talking about stuff and we remembered certain things together. And, and it kind of helped to pair of us about things and remembering it. And we had a laugh about a few things. I thought I should write this stuff down because I had forgotten certain bits. He'd forgotten certain bits. So we have, it's like anything. Your memories of stuff can differ. So I started writing some things down. And then when things were getting really to the point where, you know, it, well, the end was coming, I stopped writing for a bit. And then once it was all over, and, and this is where um, touring cars helped a lot, is I, I did this crazy, people thought I was mad for it, and others got it straight away. Is that I, obviously, Alton Park was my first race, and I turned up, and I think I surprised a few people, because I'd literally lost Dad two days before. Oof. But it was the thing to do, to come back and... Uh, and uh, and be at the circuit. And, crack and it, on. But I yeah, think yeah. It, I think it was while I was at Alton. I thought, you know what, I'm going to get start writing that. You know, write more stuff down. Thing is, though, it was all very raw at the time. So when you read the book, you can see it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> As I've had the first chapter is the hardest one to read because it's all about the hospital and it's very very raw. Yeah. And I, and when I was going over things, every time I checked the spellings of this and the other, and I did it about twice before I got a proper proofreader in. I found it difficult reading it myself. So I thought, oh, God, this is, this is going to be really Hard nice work. for people yeah, to read. Yeah. But it's part of the story because then I go back in time and go to my earliest memories from when I was a kid in Sheffield, right through, right up to the present day. And then I go on to the next two years, which have been horrendous still. But, you know, as you develop, and I think it kind of helps other people 
um, uh, uh, this is what you kind of not not to what you're going to expect, but I think it helps for the people that this is what can happen. Um, um, you know, to to, to later on. Yes, but yeah, when I'm, if yeah. I come, if I just come back, if I may. Um, but actually, writing the thing when I came out after we lost Dad, I literally went to um, Regent's Park, sat on a bench, and it was just, and it was all there. And then I kind of went home, and I gave about two weeks after the touring car races, Alton, and the next one. I then started writing properly, and it all went down. I started doing the back in the past. Once I got past finishing chapter one, it got easier. And then uh, I just let it flow. And to be honest, there's far more stories now I've not done because since then there's been other things that have come to my mind because I've obviously uh, done a few things like gone through storage and got a lot of his furniture and there's other things that kind of pop up and memorabilia and bits and bobs I've got that's from Dad's. And it just it just seemed to work. And there are stories from racing in there too because Dad was, has to be said, helped my career He enormously. was really supportive, wasn't he? Yeah, he yeah, was. yeah. yeah. And a lot, some people really strangely thought that my dad pushed me into it, and it's you couldn't be too further than the truth. No, you pushed him into it. <laughs> well, I did. <laughs> he, he most certainly did. I even did. instructed him twice, and uh, and that was a nightmare. And he, uh, <laughs> I'm sure it and was. he also he did a pro celebrity race in 1988, and I, and he shared a car, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, with Paul Warwick, which was. Aww. A hell of a thing, yeah. Uh, yeah so, I mean, uh, that's in the book as well. So there's quite a few racing things still in there. And he was always proud of what I did in racing. And he was really supportive, as you say. And and, and it's it, it's just all there. It just took a while to get it all out. But once it did, and when I finally got a book in my hand, what I did, when they turned up, I, got, uh, my, uh, my, I went to my daughter, my ex-wife's house. Mm. And I said, right, I'm going to open these in front of you. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And it was, it's its the weirdest thing to hold I'm sure. a book in your hand that you've just, you've kind of done for two years. It took two years to write roughly. Well, it's called My Dad Was the King of Clubs. Uh, you can search for it on Amazon. Um, uh, that's where I've searched for it. And it's uh, yeah, a hardback book and it's also available on Kindle and presumably from um, uh, other means as, uh, as well, Scott. But uh, we wish you the yeah. very best of, of luck with that book. So, Well, um, before I actually go, do you want to guess how many laps I did this year? Uh, does this spoil your competition? No, it's already done and I've got a winner and I've already announced it and I'm going to send them one of my breakfast mugs. In, wh- in which case, yes, please, tell us how many laps you did do. Oh, hang on. Uh, I've, I've, I've got something for you with this. Uh, uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> the laps as well. Hang on. It goes on for a while, this. Go on then. How many laps? <laughs> 194. Was it really? 194 yeah. laps in in all categories around the yes uh, in to- in total it was 194 and the most one category was BTCC I did 41 laps with them wow goodness me and if you count count uh, total of gra- uh, green flag laps uh, as well which was 148 I've done 342 laps so uh, the final question um, is is it still nerve wracking because obviously the worst thing possible would be if there was a mistake by the safety car driver. Yeah, I'm not allowed to screw up. So no, I've, <laughs> no, you're not. Basically. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, bad weather can be the one. And yeah, I have to say yeah. it was a little bit with the Janetta in the, yes. the weather, how it was. The circuit was greasy yeah. and wet. And even when it looked so it was getting better, it was still greasy for a while. 
And there were, for a while, all the other cars, anything front-wheel drive like the Mini and the Ford, they were just understeering quite well. Um, I had that at Snetterton as well because we are there we were running races at the back end of the year when we're not normally out so the circuit's colder and, or wetter or whatever and it tended to make a difference but uh, the Porsche Panamera and the Porsche Carrera Cup car to be fair were fantastic yeah, they're both four wheel drive yeah. and they were just brilliant just I've, amazing I've, cars and I and you know I've been calling my Panamera Princess Fiona <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> And um, she's been brilliant. She was flawless. So, and, and, um, and does she so, live with you? No, she doesn't. Oh, okay. I always I always went to pick her up from Silverstone because that's where she lives. Okay. And, uh, the, uh, and I the took Porsche her driving the center. and took her back again. Yeah, oh, I see. I understand. Well, Scotty, good luck with the book. Um, and in, 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 in enjoy the, the winter in, in what has been a very peculiar year because you haven't really been able to do your, your normal weekday job, have you, um, at well, all? Well, to be honest, thank goodness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, my normal weekday job is, is um, staying up all night. On and the wrong side I've of the I've been doing clock. that for years. With the, it's quite weird how when I was working all week, if I did a touring car weekend, I could swap my day. It, it wasn't yes. a problem. Yes, yeah. If anything, when I went back to work, it took me to, it, it was on the Tuesday, I always had a problem with sleep and stuff. Yes, and yeah, of course. Good. But... Uh, it works. When you really want to go and do something, you go and do it, don't you? Yep, that's the only thing that you can do. So the book, uh, My Dad Was the King of Clubs, by Scott Stringfellow, available on Amazon. Thank you, Scotty. Thanks for joining us. And, Thank uh, you, mate. And, and winter well. And we'll see you uh, um, uh, very soon, actually. Um, the, yes. the, the new season will be on us before we know it. I can't believe it's 136 days. I can't be having that. You're good with stats, aren't you? You're good with stats. It's all about the numbers with Scotty. Um, Scott Stringfellow, everybody, uh, the safety car driver for the QuickFit British Touring Car Championship, which kind of brings us um, to the end of the final, well, the I say the final show of the year. We might do a Christmas one. I think we should. Um, uh, Chris Burnell wrote uh, to say, Hi, Al. I hope you're well. Firstly, we are delighted um, that your surgery earlier this year was successful. Fantastic news. Um, and hopefully you'll keep fit and healthy. I'm hoping so too, Chris. Um, yeah, it's been quite a year, hasn't it? Um, uh, secondly, thank you for the shout out on the last TTT. I really missed the racing this year, so it brought a huge smile on that. What a fantastic climax to the season. Not sure how Lord Gow arranges it, but long may such close and competitive action reign. Ash Sutton was a worthy winner, but gutted for Turks to miss out on the record fifth title. Gives him something to aim for in 2021 at least. Thirdly, it's just occurred to me that perhaps TTT could have caused the pandemic. Um, uh, as you note, it's your 12 beat 12 series, 13th series on her. Uh, which could be considered unlucky, and with 13 episodes, uh, which might also be lucky, plus lockdown started around media day and is just being lifted after the conclusion of your broadcast. I'm not one to jump to conclusions of conspiracies, but I can't fail to see the correlations here. No, Chris, nor me. And think about the responsibility. Uh, finally, thanks so much for uh, for just being an absolute um, <laughs> BTCC legend. Thank you. Um, <laughs> bless you. Um, TTT is a highlight of the whole season and the race weekends just aren't the same without your dulcet tones bouncing round the racetracks. Uh, fingers crossed things can return to normal in the 2021 season. Um, Lisa Hayward, just picking some of these emails out uh, before 
the show comes to a rather late conclusion at nearly 20 past 10. Uh, Lisa says, uh, Hi Alan, first time emailing the programme tonight as a spectator marshal at Brands Hatch. It was sad that we were not needed this year. I just wanted to say thank you for all your work, the teams, the race circuits and Alan Gow for managing to keep the show on the road, keeping everybody informed and entertained in what has been a horrific and horrific year. Uh, the racing it has been great, if frenetic, with all the short turnarounds, but we've uh, made it with the help of TTT or BTCC associated apps and ITV Sport. Uh, had a, have a good off season and hope to be able to see you and the rest of the BTCC family trackside come April next year. Congratulations to Ash Sutton and the inspirational Jack Sears champion Michael Crease. And thanks. That comes from Lisa Haywood. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, a picture from Sarah Dennis, and it is that picture. We made it. Thank you, everyone. The sign coming down the centre of the cars. Emotional moment that wasn't it, and a great picture. Um, Sarah and thank you very much indeed for your weekend Sarah was the person that pressed the buttons on all the music uh, features of the weekend um, uh, thank you to Sharon thank you to John Barnes uh, hi Al I use the Autoglim snow foam and think it smells lovely as well keep up the great work on the show been great listening all season it's like a blanket nice and cosy and makes you feel good and safe and Jonathan 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 has got back to me with a bit of news about delays and all that kind of stuff uh, fantastic i can't get to all of them but to all of you that have written in um not just today but throughout the uh, 2020 season uh, thank you so much thank you so much for your support uh, this year uh, more than any in the 13 seasons that we've uh, done this uh, little radio show little talk show all about the uh, british touring car championship and uh, this year you have made it fantastic because I know lots of you write in and say TTT has kept us going. It's the same for me. <laughs> kept me going uh, throughout the the, um, the lockdown months and throughout the season and throughout my, my own little period of um, uh, questionable health. But we're all back to normal now um, and we've got champions and we've completed the season and you've all been absolutely fantastic. Thank you to all our guests tonight, to the champions, to Ash Sutton, to... Michael Crease to Alan Gow, the Chief Executive of the Championship, for our ever-present Tingram, uh, and to Mark Doherty from Autoglim, to Brad Philpot, and to Scott Stringfellow as well. And thanks to all of our guests for the whole of the 2020 season of Autoglim Tintop Tuesday. Winter well, everybody. We'll try and bring you a Yuletide Autoglim Tintop Tuesday. Well, we did the deal tonight with Autoglim, didn't we? A nod is as good as a wink, uh, as far as my sponsors are concerned. And uh, we'll be back for a show just before Christmas to bring you some Yuletide cheer and uh, catch up with a few of the drivers as well. But to all of our guests throughout the 2020 season and to all of you for listening, thank you so much. Night. I can feel my body breathing. I can feel my heart is moving fast. I am not afraid or lonely. I am not chasing the ghost of the past I have found a place where hunger meets the edge And now I'm facing God I 
Oh. 